Welcome readers to Tam Reads. I am the Accidental Monster, and today I will be reading Chapter 4 of Magitism, The Force of Magic by Will Brawl. This chapter is called Burning Flames. I awaken with a chill. For the barest moment, I believe I am back in my hammock on the ship's gate, but no, I am not. I engage my eyes and look around, and I'm on some kind of metal slab. Firmshell lies unconscious on a similar plate of steel a stalks reach away. I feel around for Chum and find it in a glass cage on the far side of the room. I slide off the table and try to get my bearings. Let's see. There is a dark, half-height wall. Light falls from tubes in the ceiling. The walls are made of thin stone, and I can just barely make out shapes behind them. Vertical bars line the inside of the walls. Is this a jail? More figures are moving below and above me. Other floors, maybe? Why would the humans live in translucent buildings like this? In an instant, the dark wall becomes transparent. Maybe the humans have magic after all. There are eight humans in an adjoining room looking at me. I look back, trying to appear unafraid. They stare at me. I guess that makes sense. They've never seen one of my people before. Actually, they've never seen anything not from Earth. They are probably more afraid of me than I am of them. I slap talk a hello humans through the glass, but they probably can't understand. I feel a stir in Firm Shell's mind and rush over to the slab they are laid out on, and their body is heavily damaged. I impress. Captain Firm Shell, this is Burning Flames. You are badly injured. Don't you think I know that, Burning Flames? Are we on the surface at the crash site? No, Captain. We are in some kind of human building. An apothecary? Or maybe a dungeon, I can't tell. We're being observed by them, though. It looks like they tried to repair parts of you with thread. My stalks glance around, looking at the shapes moving beyond the walls. Thread? What am I, a doll? Are the humans held together by string? N no, they look like warm, dark flesh, just like us. Actually, now that I look for it, they do seem to be held together by sewn bags. Maybe they are held together by string. That's clothing. Did you review any of the provided materials at all, Burning Flames? They chastise. Captain, I've never been very good at memorization. I rely on Chum, my smart bug, for that. Is your smart bug not here? It is over in a glass cage. I guess I should get it, shouldn't I? Please. I make my way over to the cages and scoop up Chum. It chitters at me and we connect. I feel much better at first, but then my joy drains away as I finally realize Hungry Soul is probably dead. Captain, I think everyone else is dead. I can't feel anyone but the faint thrum of animals. I'm not far behind them, Burning Flames. In a few moments, I'll be joining them. Captain, what should I do? They impress a response with haste. It is vital that you find a way to talk to the humans. You have to convince them to get you back up to the Star Sea so you can send a message home. You need to warn the next shipskate not to approach the planet or they'll crash too. And then the next one will crash, and so on every twelve or so cycles. That sounds like way too much for me. I appreciate your honesty, Burning Flames, but unfortunately you're the last hope of the next crew. They'll all die if you can't find a way to do this. Just like I am about to. Just like everyone else already has. Is there nothing I can do to help you? I impress, my stalks drooping in helplessness. Not unless you're hiding a healer quasi from me. Listen, Burning Flames, I know how hard what I'm asking is, but I also have absolute faith in you. I... 
I'm... I... I feel Firm Shell's mind drift away into the cosmic void. I am alone, the only one of my people for a billion miles. One of the humans steps forward and taps on the glass between rooms. I look over, but I'm too numb to respond. I slump to the floor and push myself back against the wall opposite the humans. How can I possibly learn to communicate with them? I try to connect to the one that tapped on the glass. Nothing. Like trying to connect to a rock. Maybe if I roll over and let go, I'll just die too. Everything would be so much easier if I died. I roll over and sink into a pit. Perhaps an hour later, the humans start turning off their lights around the structure. Distant lights wink off one by one throughout the building. Eventually, the tubes in my room are the only ones still lit. Maybe they left it on for my sake. That must mean they at least care about what happens to me. Maybe it is worth trying. I can't mess this up any worse than it already is. Chum, what do you think? Okay, so that wasn't Hungry Soul, like I thought in the previous chapter. That was Firm Shell? Is that, is that what it was? Um, yeah, Firm Shell. Who I think was the captain, it sounds like, since he called him captain. I also didn't expect Burning Flames to be so depressed. Like, I, I get that losing... I, I assume, like, hundreds of people, of your your people, in this crash would have been devastating. But I, I guess I just thought that, um, that Burning Flames was, I don't know, resilient to that sort of thing? But it, it does seem to fit. I mean, their response is almost human. Right? In, in the idea of, like, there's this call to adventure, and they just are like, but there's so much, like, so much devastation has happened. I'm not capable of doing this. This is insane to expect me, of all people, to be able to do this. And that's, that's very human. Which kind of makes me understand maybe their meeting, their, them coming to meet humans were, I, I, I mean, it doesn't really say much about that yet, but I, I assume that the, the draw to bring these aliens to human people and to earth and everything, there's, there's something deeper behind that, some commonality between the two races, the two species even, that will unfold at some point. So I'm really interested to see what that's going to be. Okay, well, I just really... <laughs> I've, I needed to address the fact that that is Firm Shell, not actually Hungry Soul, like I thought. And, um, yeah, it's a lot to catch up with. All right, we'll, we'll continue. Chum looks back at me with its strange, front-facing eyes and clicks at me. Surely the humans are going to be back. How can we even begin to communicate? Chum impresses on me a recitation of counting. Why are you counting at me? I don't understand. I frown. I wish you gave good advice instead of being a good listener, Chum. I get back up and go to the entrance room. The door is made of some kind of organic material. 
It reminds me of home, but this is way too regular to have been grown here. The information about humans said that they manipulate materials instead of breeding new animals for jobs like this. I wonder if they also grow animals. Some of these materials are organic. That must be the case. I wrap one of my stalks around a metal arm coming out of the door. It turns downward, but the door doesn't open. The arm on the other side of the door doesn't move. Maybe I am a prisoner after all. Maybe not. I could throw something through the glass wall. No, breaking the human's things is probably a bad idea. They might take that as a sign of hostility. Maybe staring back at them was a sign of hostility. What if I've already done the equivalent of telling them to crack their core? Calm down. If I've already ruined my chances by accident, there is nothing I can do about it. From now on, I'll try to be still and deliberate with my actions. But what if being still and deliberate is rude to them? No, no, stop it, burning flames. You've got to try, and there is no sense in second-guessing every action. Just be kind. They'll get it if you're kind and responsive, won't they? Chum, do I also feel distant, or am I just depressed? Chum chitters. Okay, so our auras are weakening. Right, there is no magic here. Of course, they would weaken over time. Chum, I may eventually lose contact with you. If that happens, use slap talk. I feel awful too. I wonder if that is also related to the lack of magic. I don't know why I'm asking you. Oh, poor burning flames. So, they're just stuck in a box. I wonder if the humans have even tried to guess what these these beings eat to put out anything that's edible. Maybe they think that chum is their food or something. I don't know. But this this idea of their auras weakening, that one I really want Z's to figure that part out cuz I'm like Z's would know. Z's would figure out exactly how that worked and why it was failing and what could be done to to fix it. But Burning Flames doesn't have that. They have empathy. They're very empathic and empathetic. I guess that's where Z's and Burning Flames kind of end up being a little bit two halves to a whole. Because while Z's does seem like they could be a caring enough person, they're not the most empathetic <laughs> from what it it seemed. Not not necessarily to a bad degree. I really like Z's, but it, it is clear that Z's has more of a an intellectual mind, not as much of a an emotional or social mind. And Burning Flames seems very much dependent on the social interactions around them. So while I'm watching, well, watching, reading, reading through this this tragedy playing out before me, I'm I'm kind of screaming a little in my head like get Z's in there. I want I want them to be able to talk to each other so that Z's can figure out what's going on before burning flames has to suffer too much more and they've they've already suffered so much just watching everybody around them die that's 
such a happy beginning, right? <laughs> but, you know, they say that, um, that tragedies start out happy and, and comedies start out with a tragedy. I don't know that this is going to necessarily be a comedy because we don't really follow those rules so much anymore, but I think the idea that it is starting strong with a lot of tragedy kind of bodes well for where we're going with this. It sounds like it's trying to weave together something that will rise above that destruction and maybe hopefully by the end of it make it feel not necessarily like those like their deaths were worth it but that maybe the tragedy wasn't in vain that's what i'm hoping for um that is the end of the chapter though it was a much shorter chapter than usual but you know that's how they are sometimes really looking forward to the next one and uh I hope I'll see you next time.